You're listening to the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast, the weekly show sharing proven methods and systems in marketing, equipment, and customer service, educational and motivational, to help make your lawn care business an overwhelming success. Now here's your host, Julio Tomei. Welcome, Lawn Care Nation, to another episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. I'm your host, Julio Tomei, and this is episode number 65, entitled Solo or Employees. Well, hello, everybody, and thanks again for joining me this week on another episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. I really appreciate you guys tuning in once again this week to listen to another episode of the podcast. I hope you guys are all doing fantastic this summer thus far, uh, really killing it in your businesses uh, here, at least on the West Coast, Vancouver, uh, Canada area. I can finally say Without a doubt, summer has arrived. Uh, yay! So, uh, like uh, most of you have, uh, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that uh, we've had an uh, interesting um, summer somewhat uh, so far, uh, just in the fact that it's always been pretty cloudy and gloomy and uh, uh, with uh, rain at least once or twice a week. Uh, this has been great for business uh, and great for mowing as it hasn't been so hot. Uh, and, uh, you know, I actually had uh, one of the best uh, uh, months of July on record uh, throughout my lawn care business um, just because of the extended uh, sort of springtime type weather. Uh, where just milder temperatures and, like I say, uh, a lot more precipitation with uh, rain and stuff. Um, so I was able to actually lay down an extra application uh, of uh, lawn fertilizer that I wouldn't normally do uh, because it would already be uh, too hot and dry. Here, typically, uh, on the west coast of Canada, um, you know, it does get hot. Uh, we do have some warm summers, not, um, you know, Las Vegas uh, type heat. Um, but, um, you know, it's uh, beautiful summers, very uh, warm days um, at times. And we get, uh, you know, a stretch of about, uh, you know, maybe a month and a half, uh, two months. Last year was sort of uncharacteristic where it lasted uh, you know, two and a half months going on to three months of, uh, really nice weather. So because the, uh, you know, season of sort of extreme heat temperatures here have tip are typically, um, you know, not as long as say those Southern, um, states and stuff. Um, you know, there are things here that you don't typically, uh, find and, um, you know, lawn irrigation is one of the things that, um, although it isn't uh, something that is uh, scarce, it's, you know, a lot of homes uh, do have it and, and you're starting to see it more and more. Um, but uh, it's not something that's, uh, uh, you know, regular or standard on every lawn. Uh, you might, I would say, find maybe one out of uh, every 10 lawns or one out of every 20 lawns might have irrigation, um, that sort of, uh, thing. And typically a lot of them aren't using them, uh, all the time. Um, another thing that you don't see here very often is, uh, air conditioning on single sort of detached homes. Um, just because the summer season, like I said, it's not, um, very, uh, hot where the weather is completely unbearable for months at a time. You might get a few days and stuff where it gets super, super hot. Um, although it is becoming, like I say, more and more popular things like irrigation, uh, and, uh, um, air conditioning or heat pumps um, are becoming more and more popular, especially with newer homes. Um, and you're starting to see um, sort of older homes uh, being retrofitted uh, with those uh, sorts of things as well. Uh, my own home included. I have uh, irrigation, obviously, being a gardener, um, but uh, I didn't put it in myself, actually. It was uh, already with the home when I bought it. Um, and uh, uh, air conditioning or a heat pump uh, I installed uh, after buying uh, the home. So I do have air conditioning uh, in my house uh, for those really uh, hot uh, uh, summer months just to keep it comfortable. Um, so like I said, typically... Um, you know, we haven't had uh, a great summer this year in the sense of 
you know, beautiful sunny days every day and sort of beach weather and that sort of thing. Uh, it's been overcast and all that. Um, and although great for work, like I've uh, been discussing there, um, you know, uh, it's always nice to um, get away and enjoy um, some really nice uh, summer weather. So um, over the past week or so, um, the temperatures have uh, really gone up and it's gotten a lot warmer uh, and, uh, ironically, if you have been following my Instagram, uh, although this episode will be about three weeks of adv- in advance of, um, when, uh, I'm actually recording this or two weeks in advance, I should say, um, the, uh, lawns have uh, really started to dry out and brown out, uh, here sort of in the second week of August, uh, during the time of this recording. Uh, and, uh, uh, yeah, starting to, uh, the lawn mowing, uh, part of the business is really starting to slow down. Uh, and I have now gone to, uh, and started, uh, doing my, um, every two weeks, uh, type cut for the majority of, uh, my clients. I still do have a handful, uh, that I am continually cutting on a weekly basis. And those are the ones that are watering their lawns. Uh, and typically the ones that I've done, uh, lawn renos on. And that I do, you know, sort of complete service and fertilizing and all that. And uh, like I said, if you follow my Instagram, you will see uh, some of the photos that I've been posting um, showing, um, you know, on a typical city block, how every lawn uh, on the block has already uh, started to turn completely dry and yellow and look like hay, except for the, uh, you know, in one example that I showed, uh, there's a lawn uh, um, in the photo uh it's the only lawn on that particular city block that I service and it's completely green and lush and still growing like crazy on a weekly basis. And every property, uh, that borders it and is across the street from it, the whole block long, they're completely dry and hay looking. And this one lawn, uh, stands out. And I, uh, actually was thinking the other day, wouldn't it be funny if, um, because typically uh, services like Google Maps and stuff take their satellite imagery during the summer months. And uh, I thought, wouldn't it be funny if they would take a photo now and have that uh, as the uh, sort of satellite image, image and you would see this uh, city block with uh, all these dry lawns, all these yellow, completely burnt lawns, and this one standout house in the middle of the block uh, with a super green lush lawn. Uh, so I was thinking about that the other day and thought the, that would be uh, kind of funny. But uh, I've been enjoying the uh, summer weather and uh, taking some time, uh, you know, to uh, because of the sort of slower uh, work uh, time there and, you know, mowing uh, basically one week on and one week off. Um, although the week off is not a full week like it would be in the past years, like I said, because I'm doing uh, still uh, a, a handful of lawns where I'm uh, still mowing on a weekly basis and I'm filling up a couple of other jobs and, uh, you know, taking on things that I normally wouldn't take on, um, you know, sort of uh, forcing myself in my ADD tendencies to uh, just uh, uh, grind through certain uh, jobs and things like hedges and things that I don't normally typically enjoy doing, but uh, I've been and taking those on and the rest of the time just been enjoying myself and my family like I typically do during the summer and uh, is uh, really uh, one of the biggest benefits for me the freedom of having uh, the lawn care business and being your own boss and being able to do uh, what you want and when you want um, you know I've spent some time at the local amusement park uh, with my kids riding the roller coasters and things like that uh, we've been spending a bunch of time uh in uh, our recreation property that we uh, have uh, actually uh, in the United States across the border in Washington uh, State. Uh, there, just outside of Bellingham, we have uh, a small uh, recreational property there, uh, basically a uh, campsite, uh, you would call it, uh, in a sort of a private campground where uh, sort of similar to a state park uh, where you'd go camping, except uh, each of the campsites are individually owned by people. Uh, so I own a campsite uh, there in this uh, sort of private campground, uh, and I have a, a 
long uh, 31-foot travel trailer parked there uh, that we uh, can go and visit uh, whenever we like. And being so close to the uh, United States border and, uh, you know, have uh, Nexus passes um, with our passports and stuff so we can take the fast lane through, uh, sort of pre-approved trusted traveler program, I think they call it. Uh, So we just uh, typically uh, are able to drive across the border uh, quite easily. Um, And uh, so uh, it doesn't take very long to get to uh, that property there and uh, you know we'll spend uh, uh, parts of uh, the summer there uh, there's a bunch of lakes around we go kayaking and uh, do a bunch of other things uh, some friends out there as well that have uh, uh, wake surf boats and stuff uh, big fancy ski boats and things and uh, the kids have been having fun uh, trying to learn how to surf and stuff behind their boats and things like that so it's been uh, just time enjoying uh, the great summer and hopefully you guys are enjoying uh, your summers are well as well and taking time to enjoy your families especially uh, if you've had uh, if you have kids and uh, everyone enjoying uh, the time that they have uh, off from school i know that in uh, a bunch of parts uh in some states like california and stuff uh, the kids are now back to school uh so you know, I guess it's starting to get back to the grind. Uh, my kids uh, don't have school yet until the first week of September, uh, but their other activities like soccer and things like that are now uh, completely underway, and uh, they've started their full sort of training schedule again. Um, so uh, that is a kind of a bummer, I would say, especially with uh, still three weeks of summer left for us here before, you know, the official start of school and stuff to have to sort of be tied down a bit uh, by uh, their soccer uh, practice schedules and stuff. But I guess that's uh, sort of the price you pay if you want to pay or play uh, sort of uh, high-level uh, sports at uh, the ages uh, that my kids are. Uh, so, you know, we knew uh, sort of going into it that that's uh, one of the possibilities if they were to uh, play at the uh, higher levels. Um, so... Yeah, so hopefully you guys are enjoying uh, that, uh, enjoying the summer and uh, uh, really, uh, you know, taking it easy, especially with the heat wave. I know it's getting really crazy hot in some of the uh, areas and uh, making sure you guys are staying hydrated and stuff while you're working as well. Uh, also like to mention, obviously, thank you to uh, everyone who has left Um reviews on iTunes for me. I really appreciate uh, you guys taking the time and effort uh, to do that. Um, It's really uh, great to see the community uh, sort of building around the podcast and you guys, um, you know, the kind words that you're uh, leaving me either through emails or like I say, through the uh, reviews and reaching out to me and really expressing, um, you know, your gratitude for, uh, the podcast and, um, you know, uh, letting me know, uh, ways that it's been helping you out. So I really appreciate that. And if you haven't already, um, you know, I ask that you please, uh, take some time and, uh, leave a review. Also, um, just a reminder about the mailing list. I haven't mentioned it in a while. Um, if you're interested in receiving um, a free eight-page PDF document on a landscape maintenance contract, you can head on over to lawncarebusinesssuccess.com, enter your email address in the uh, uh, spaces provided for joining the mailing list. There's some pop-ups and stuff that will also let you uh, um, enter your email address uh, as well. Pretty easy to find once you hit the website uh, where you can enter your email address. Um, you know, through the confirmation process, it'll send you the link or sh- uh, give you the link to download the PDF. Um, and, uh, you know, you'll be on the mailing list. I don't spam you with uh, any emails and stuff. I was uh, trying to regularly email through the winter uh, once a week. Um, and uh, as sort of spring became really busy with work, I was unable to continue that. So, you know, I still have things in the works. Um, and, you know, like I've expressed before, uh, with email lists and stuff, I just want to, when I send something out, make it uh, valuable to you guys, make it, um, you know, uh, something that is worth opening. I know I'm part of uh, a ton of mailing lists for different podcasts and all sorts of services online and stuff like that. And sometimes it can get uh, overwhelming the amount of emails that come in on a daily 
daily basis. And, uh, you know, I don't even read half of them. I just start to delete them because they're just sending them way too often. And, um, you know, for me, it sort of makes me tune, uh, them out and I don't want that to happen with you guys. Um, so that's why I'm really careful about, uh, what I'm sending out and only if I really have something important to share or new, you know, something new to share or, um, you know, a way to, um, uh, send you guys out links and stuff to more down, downloadable documents. Um, I actually had a person, um, uh, an email come in today about somebody who had subscribed. I'm not going to mention their name, uh, but it's, you know, had their email address and stuff and said, this person just joined your, your mailing list. And uh, you know, I thought, Hey, that's great. And then, um, you know, a few minutes later, I get another email saying this person's unsubscribed for your email list. And it was the same person, same email address within a, a span of about six minutes. So I guess, um, this, uh, person decided that, uh, they just wanted the free download, uh, the PDF document, the contract, and, uh, you know, we're going to, um, basically, uh, outsmart the system or whatever you want to call it by, uh, joining the mailing list to get the free link, uh, and then, uh, quickly unsubscribing. Um, and, uh, you know what, that's, uh, completely fine. If you don't want to, uh, uh, join the email list and stuff, I will say though, that, um, I have included more downloadable documents as some of you who are on the mailing list would know. Um, when I send out, uh, newsletters, uh, at the end or bottom of the newsletter, I'll have, um, the link to that uh, downloadable PDF landscape maintenance contract in case you need it again, as well as um, I've got a late payment letter and some other things in the works. And I'll have those links on uh, the emails and uh, those will only be available uh, as I provide new documents and new things to download to those who are uh, consistently on the email list. So, um, you know, if you uh, subscribe to the email list like this particular person did and uh, decide that you're going to opt out right away, right after you get the thing, that's completely fine. You know, that's your prerogative, but you're also missing out um, by not, uh, um, you know, uh, actually truly subscribing and letting um, the uh, emails come through um, that would have uh, links to more documents and things that you could uh, be downloading, you know, each and uh, every month and stuff when uh, uh, once I start getting back into uh, sending uh, uh, some more regular emails. Like I said, I just want to make sure that when I'm sending stuff out, that it's valuable to you guys and that it's not a waste of time and that you guys aren't going to tune out because it's the same sort of uh, uh, story with a bunch of other uh, email lists. I know that uh, it sort of seems like uh, they just bombard you with stuff and that's not uh, what I want to do. So this week, um, I want to talk about um, with your lawn care business, is it good to be a solo operation um, or to have employees? Uh, I have, um, you know, had people help me out in the past. So I know what it's kind of like to have employees, although I don't have employees in the true sense of the word. I don't have employees that show up every morning and that, um, you know, um, I pay and stuff like that. Um, what I do have or what I have had in the past is subcontractors. Um, basically, uh, the other a person who is actually my brother-in-law who runs uh, a second trailer uh, with the same company name and stuff. Uh, we sort of run it as almost like a franchise system um, where, you know, he's operating under the same business name and all that. The trailer looks the same and all that, but it's his own business. Um, I don't know, you know, what work he's doing or what clients he's taking care of and all that sort of stuff. Um, and he doesn't know my end of it either. Just like a, you know, a franchise system sort of, uh, wouldn't know, you know, every single customer that's coming through the door and, and that sort of thing. Um, yet they're operating under the same, uh, name. Uh, now being family, um, you know, he doesn't pay me any franchise fees or anything like that. So he's just basically, uh, working under, uh, the company name on his own. Um, and that's just sort of, you know, uh, I guess the family discount as you would, uh, say, but like I say, it's 
pretty much run like a franchise sort of system. Um, so I've had times where uh, I'm doing bigger jobs and stuff like that, and I just sort of subcontract uh, out to him uh, to come and help me. So he'll come and uh, work for me that day, and that kind of works out fine because, like I say, because he's working under the same name and the same uh, you know, trailers and all that, when we pull up to the job, it's all the same company. And in the customer's eyes, they just see, you know, multiple trailers with the same branding and everything on them. So they all think it's just the one big company and vice versa. There's been times where I work for him, uh, where he's had a bigger job uh, and he's needed help uh, and I'll come and uh, give him a hand and, uh, you know, with those jobs, typically, if we're doing, you know, a good example of that is power raking season where we might have a, you know, a ton of power raking to do. And I'll have a, you know, a list of a bunch of power raking uh, jobs that I need to do. And he'll have a list of a bunch of power raking jobs that uh, he needs to do. And we're in the same um, city and, the you know, um lot sizes and all that are typically about the same. The whole, you know, houses are typically about the same. So the values, you know, over the years of us quoting and all that sort of stuff, uh, we're typically in the same ballpark quoting for these jobs. So typically what we, you know, what we'll do is if he helps me out, uh, on one of mine, I'll help him out on one of his and they sort of just cancel each other out. Uh, so I don't pay him any money and he doesn't pay me any money and we've just helped each other out on each other's, uh, work. We get it done faster and, uh, you know, typically we can do that. If he does six of, uh, you know, we do six of his, I'll do six of mine. And the only time that there's a discrepancy is, you know, if, uh, say he's got, uh, you know, 10 that we do, and I only have eight that uh, on my side that we do, then, um, you know, we'll figure out the difference between the other two and he'll then pay the difference or I'll pay the difference to him. Uh, that sort of uh, system that we've sort of worked out and, it, you know, typically it works out great uh, for us. Now, with him as well, um, his... Um, the way he runs his business is he always does have, uh, typically through most of the time he'll have employees, um, where for me, I'm always solo. I've always been solo. I like being solo. And like I say, the only time I've had sort of a, anything close to employees is during those bigger jobs where, uh, like I say, we, uh, sort of subcontract each other out to do those, uh, bigger jobs. But him on the other hand, um, you know, he's completely different where I am the, um, you know, very much, uh, freedom and, you know, wanting to spend as much time as I can with my kids and watch them grow up and all that. He's on the complete opposite uh, side of the spectrum. He's very, um, you know, have to work, work, work. He's a workaholic uh, and he will wake up early and go to work and not come back until late uh, and, you know, do that sometimes six days a week um, and sometimes uh, seven days a week. And, um, you know, he can go uh, uh, and, uh, you know, if he has uh, his son playing hockey or something like that, then, you know, he'll work in the morning and do all that, then go to pick up his son and go to hockey and then come back and drop off his son and then go back to work and, and do, you know, that sort of thing. He's just typically, he's always out working, doing something. And he has a mix of jobs. He, uh, obviously does all the lawn care and all that sort of stuff as well, but he also, uh, picked up a contract a bunch of years ago where he rakes the infields, I think you would call it, not outfields, infields for baseball uh, diamonds, um, where the, uh, I'm not a baseball fan, so I don't know the names of, uh, or the terms used for this, but I guess we're the, um, around the bases, um, of your dime baseball diamond. Um, so typically that's, uh, you know, um, some sort of, uh, aggregate, uh, dirt or whatever it is that they use there. Um, so he takes his, uh, ATV. So he'll typically go in the morning, mow some lawns and then take his ATV, uh, in the afternoon and, uh, with a, a dragger, I think he calls it, uh, on the back of the ATV. And he, uh, 
got this contract for this, uh, uh, you know, um, sort of uh, uh, amateur baseball league and um, he goes and hits the I think 18 diamonds or so that they uh, play their games on each night Uh, so he uh, goes around uh, town and uh, will uh, go and rake out these uh, uh, diamonds with his ATV uh, and uh, he runs through all those and there's, you know, typically there might be, you know, four in a park or something like that and he'll do that and then drive a couple blocks to the next park and do those next four and that sort of thing. So he hits a couple of parks and gets them all done. And uh, so he does that and then he'll come back and then uh, drop off his ATV and then pick up his um you know, his ride on and then go back to mowing again. Um, and because of this, uh, sort of hectic schedule, um, he's had employees more often where he'll be, uh, mowing and stuff like that and, and have the employees to help him, uh, with the mowing and even, um, you know, have them at certain times of the year, uh, doing the diamonds for him and all that. Um, but, uh, you know, through it all, at least with uh, him and his situation, um, I've always found uh, that he's always uh, complaining about the employees. Now, this could be just, a, you know, not being able to find good employees, um, but I know he pays them uh, above average, uh, above minimum wage and all that. Um, but still, he tends to have problems with the employees, either not being really motivated not uh, showing up for work, uh, you know, calling in sick and all that sort of stuff. And, uh, you know, yet they're complaining to him about uh, needing to save money or pay bills and all that stuff. And, you know, they can't uh, seem to get themselves uh, out uh, of bed in the morning to come to work. And it's very frustrating to him, uh, especially because then he's uh, left holding the bag and having to uh, do all of the... um, you know, work himself for that day. Uh, so I'm just going to break for the podcast announcements and then uh, we'll get back right into it. Hey guys, if you have any questions or comments about the show, I'd love to hear from you. You can head on over to lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash contact. And while you're there, why not join my mailing list and get access to a free PDF document of a landscape maintenance contract you can feel free to copy and use in your own business. For you Instagram users out there, be sure to follow me at Lawn Care Business Success. And if you haven't checked out my videos yet, well, what are you waiting for? Be sure to subscribe to the Lawn Care Business Success YouTube channel. Now, I know you guys love listening to audio while you work as much as I do. So I've partnered up with Audible to offer you guys a free 30-day trial and two free audiobooks of your choice. There's no long-term commitments and you can cancel any time. And get this. Even if you cancel during your free trial period, you still get to keep the two free audiobooks. It's a great way to try the service and to see if Audible is right for you. So why not give it a try? Head on over to lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash audible. Now back to the show. Okay, so before the break there, I was talking about uh, employees for your lawn care business and uh, discussing how my brother-in-law, who also runs a trailer under the same company name, uh, has always typically had employees, uh, sort of goes through phases where he'll have it for, uh, you know, maybe half the season or a full season, and the next season he doesn't have employees, uh, and sort of, you know, it's always bouncing between having employees and not having employees, and uh, he seems to always be frustrated with uh, the fact of not being able to find good employees and uh, being stuck left holding the bag uh he's had uh, you know typically it's usually him and one other guy but he has had stretches where it's him and two other guys uh working uh with him and i know uh, uh the last time he had uh, uh the last stretch where he had an employee it was just him and a guy and he was saying to me after, uh, you know, the guy wasn't showing up again. And it was sort of the same story as all the rest of them over time. And the guy was just, uh, uh, just didn't seem, um, to be able to handle the lawn care or what wasn't getting the concepts, um, you know, basic, you know, edging and all that. You would show him how to do it. And, uh, you know, he'd be still making the same mistakes all the time, still scalping lawns and all that over and over and over again all the time. Uh, not really sort of correcting himself, uh, you know, when you'd show him the right way, he'd go back to doing it the wrong way, uh, that sort of stuff. And finally, I guess, um, you know, uh, 
when my brother-in-law told him it wasn't going to work out and, and all that, he was saying to me, you know, something's not right when it's, you know, with an employee, it's taking me longer to mow and get through the day than it was by myself. Um, and you know, that can very well be the case at times. Um, for me, the employee thing is again, just about my freedom. Um, and I just, you know, can't wrap my head around the concept of, uh, having an employee just because I think it would restrict me too much. Um, I go through my days, um, you know, doing what I want, when I want, um, being able to do the jobs that I want. I don't stop for lunch lots of times. Um, I just work straight through the day. I don't stop for coffee breaks and all that stuff. And it would, uh, seriously sort of, uh, for me and my ADD and all that sort of stuff, uh, really drag me down to have to stop and, and let an employee have a coffee break, uh, or to stop and have uh, lunch for 30 minutes or something like that. Um, and, uh, you know, for me, it just doesn't work. I'm, I can go where I want. I can come home quickly to grab a bite to eat. Uh, you know, typically if I am hungry, like I say, uh, you know, you'll stop at a drive through or like I say, stop at home, use the washroom or something like that. And I can grab a sandwich and I'm out the door and, you know, eating, uh, lunch while I'm driving to the next job and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, I don't have to worry about, uh, the rules of with, uh, you know, sort of employment rules and all that sort of stuff. Um, and for me, I've just found that I enjoy it better. Um, you know, even, uh, with days where I'm working, uh, alongside my brother-in-law, I don't enjoy it as much as when I'm by myself. Um, yes, we get the work done and all that sort of stuff, but I just prefer being on my own and, uh, just doing what I need to do when I need to do it. Uh, so, you know, for me, it's never been an issue, uh, in that respect, um, because I just, uh, I value the freedom, um, that I have, uh, over and above everything else. Um, that is, uh, my number one, uh, thing, uh, and, uh, would be the hardest thing to, um, you know, uh, change or let go of, uh, any of that freedom in exchange for something else. Um, for me, you know, I'm looking for, uh, as I move forward with my business is ways to, uh, still make the same amount of income or, you know, any other, like I've talked about being entrepreneurial and, and in that, uh, last episode about, uh, do you need to be passionate and all that sort of stuff and trying other ideas and trying other things, um, you know, it's all about uh, being able to make the same amount of money or more money than I currently do with my lawn care business, but with more freedom, with even more freedom than what I have with my lawn care business. Uh, almost passive income uh, would be my uh, uh, end goal and end result would be to have businesses running for me and under me without me having to actually be present in them um, would be the ultimate dream or goal uh, for me and, uh, you know, my entrepreneurial sort of uh, uh, ventures and being able to focus on uh, doing things that I love to do all the time. And uh, just having employees and stuff, uh, at least in this um, respect, uh, doesn't uh, uh, work out well for me. Um, the other issue that I always see and always encounter um, that sort of gives me a negative um, sort of feeling about uh, having employees is just uh, the abuse that equipment takes. Um, I've seen my brother-in-law's equipment, um, you know, take a beating at times from employees that just don't care. I've seen them, you know, throw stuff in the back, uh, you know, in his trailer and, uh, forget to put the lock on the side trailer door. And then they, uh, start to drive away and the, and they've turned the corner and, uh, the trailer door opens and his, uh, you know, commercial Honda Moore rolls out the trailer door uh, in the middle of the intersection. And, uh, you know, 
wipes out and completely, uh, uh, you know, gets all uh, beat up and bent, the handles and all that sort of stuff. Luckily, didn't hit any cars or uh, hurt anybody. But, uh, you know, that's just uh, one of those things. And just typical little uh, maintenance things, you know, not really paying attention when they're mowing and hitting obstacles. Uh, He's had the uh, crankshafts bent a couple of times from blades hitting tree roots and things from employees just being careless. Uh, He's had... Uh, speaking of canopy windows, uh, like my canopy window had uh, broken the other day, the side window, uh, he's had the back, uh, the big window on the back that opens and closes um, break uh, with one of his 21-inch uh, mowers in the back where the employees didn't tie it down. And as he started to drive away, the mower rolled backwards and the handle smashed right through the back window. Um, so, you know, I, I keep having and seeing these reoccurring things with him every time he has employees with the, you know, not caring and not being motivated and all that stuff. And I can sort of see, you know, uh, where these employees are coming from to respect because I've uh, honestly admitted myself that with the lawn care business and industry, I love it as a sort of entrepreneurial thing, as being my own boss thing, being able to do what I want when I want, but I would never, ever do it working for somebody else. Um, it's just too much work physically um, and uh, uh, mentally uh, in the heat and the sun and uh, all that sort of stuff uh, to be doing it for somebody um, and not, uh, making a good amount of coin doing it. So just being paid hourly as an employee and stuff, I, there's no way I would do it, uh, if I was being, uh, paid as an hourly employee, uh, to do, uh, this. The only reason that I do it is because, like I say, I get all the other benefits, uh, with it. Not only do I get most of the, uh, or all of the, uh, end profit after all the expenses are paid and all that. But like I say, I get all the freedom. I get to decide what I'm doing and when I'm doing it and all that sort of stuff. Um, you know, I can take vacations when I want with my family. I can, uh, you know, uh, uh, on a whim decide like I did this week, um, that I'm not going to work that day that I'll just, uh, uh, condense everybody the next day. Um, because, uh, you know, and I don't do that often because I like to keep the schedule and stuff. But when my kids are asking me, uh, you know, that, uh, they want to go to the amusement, they're going to the amusement park that day. And, uh, you know, my son's begging me to go with them because, you know, I always talk about, uh, the great times I've had with my daughter riding the roller coasters and all that sort of stuff. And uh, now that he's old enough to ride it and stuff, you know, he's asking, you know, come on, dad, I want to, be able to ride the roller coaster with you and all that, uh, just like you and, uh, you know, uh, my sister do. Uh, so, you know, being able to do that on a whim and saying, okay, you know what? Um, it's sort of a reduced schedule time of year right now. Anyways, um, I can, um, you know, do some of those lawns, uh, either I ended up doing a couple in the morning and then, uh, you know, I did the rest of them the next day. Uh, and that's been working fine because throughout the summer, uh, a few of those lawns, um, I will do either on uh, the Tuesday and sometimes I'll do them on the Wednesday, just typically, um, you know, whenever it works out best for me. Um, and depending on whether, uh, you know, I'm taking time off or going away with the family or something like that. And, uh, like I say, those lawns aren't ones that are uh, typically an issue because they're not fertilized and all that sort of stuff. So it works out great to be able to have that freedom to do that sort of stuff. And not having an employee is just another thing where uh, I have that freedom because I'm not having to worry about that employee um you know, I would feel uh, terrible if I had an employee and was then torn about uh, spending time with my kids on a day where they're begging me to, uh, you know, go and ride the roller coaster with them. But knowing that, um, 
you know, this employee is on, is counting on me to come and, uh, you know, mow lawns that day. And he's counting on that, uh, time to pay his bills and, uh, all that sort of stuff. And right. And to be able to, you know, to call him last minute and say, you know, I'm not uh, working today. Uh, you know, come back uh, the next day. I would feel terrible about doing something like that. Um, and, from my experiences, like I say, from uh, my brother-in-law's employees and stuff like that, I wouldn't feel comfortable um, letting employees drive my truck and, you know, take my equipment and all that on their own. Uh, because like I say, those are the times where uh, when my brother-in-law has done it, like I say, the mower has gone through the back window or they didn't close that side door and it flew out the side um you know that's when those big issues are happening because they're not paying attention they don't have the same vested interest that you as the business owner have now on the flip side if you can find employees you know you can make a lot of money at times if they're good employees i have had uh instances you know with my brother-in-law and stuff like that, because he's sort of that self-motivated, uh, you know, type of person like me, um, when we are helping each other out and stuff, I do see that benefit that we get so much more work done. Um, and you know, more than I could do on my own, especially with power raking and stuff like that. And we've got, you know, two trucks and two trailers going and all that sort of stuff. We can kill it in a day doing power raking and all that sort of stuff. But again, like I say, it's slightly different because it's the two of us and we're both entrepreneurial. We're both motivated in that sense. And we will work through lunches and all that sort of stuff because we're not going by the same rules as if, uh, you know, it was a typical employee. He's subcontracted under me. I'm subcontracted under him, uh, you know, depending on what we're doing and we just work through it. We just get through the day, get it done quickly and as possible. And then, you know, we'll end up, uh, you know, through at a drive through at the end of the day or something, getting, uh, uh, something to eat instead of stopping, uh, uh, you know, in the middle of the day and wasting time and all that. So I can, I see uh, through those respects that if you could find employees like that, that were motivated and work hard, even if you did have to stop for lunch and all that, that, uh, you know, you would get a lot done, but, uh, you know, just for me anyways, uh, finding somebody, uh, to be able to be that motivated and, um, you know, to be able to, uh, be that productive is where I find the issue. I typically find that, you know, a lot of people today just don't want to do the hard type of work that they have this sort of sense of entitlement, uh, and don't want, um, to really do that when they can, you know, for, you know, even if you're paying them a bit more, uh, than they would be making, say working at the mall and stuff, for them, it just seems like they just would rather sit at the mall looking at girls uh, walking by uh, each day and make less money than to be out there uh, making a bit more money and learning some real skills on, you know, what it takes to run a business and all that sort of stuff uh, at the same time. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's basically the biggest reason that sort of turned me off on that. Now on the flip side, I've got, uh, you know, friends and, and family, especially that all have businesses as well here in Canada and in the United States. And, uh, you know, a lot of them rely heavily on employees, um, you know, I have one that, uh, on my wife's side runs a, uh, a, a large, uh, largest company here, um, doing, uh, concrete and masonry and all that sort of stuff. And, uh, you know, it started out, uh, uh, with him and his dad and, uh, a, you know, a handful, uh, you know, two or three guys, uh, and has quickly grown to crews and trucks and heavy equipment and all that. And, you know, I see his vehicles around all the time now, uh, uh, throughout, uh, the city with, uh, you know, their vehicle, their business, uh, 
you know, logos and wraps and stuff on these vehicles with people driving them that I've never seen before. Um, you know, and I know he has, uh, an office building now for, uh, you know, his, um, uh, secretary and all that sort of stuff. And he's gone from humble beginnings to this large company. Um, and, uh, he's at a point now where, you know, he has spent the last, uh, uh, month and a half going on two months, uh, on vacation, uh, in Europe. Uh, he just bought a house, uh, there in uh, Europe and, uh, has been enjoying, you know, his family, his whole family on vacation there, uh, and, uh, you know, going and spending the, the last two months in their new house, uh, in Europe. And, uh, all this, you know, in the meantime, his company here is happily buzzing along without him and, uh, getting work done. And, you know, he's got supervisors and, and, you know, estimators and all that sort of stuff, all, uh, you know, at that point now where he's, you know, can step away from the business for a couple of months at a time now and everything's still buzzing along. And I guess you have to start somewhere and you have to take that leap of faith and you have to start with that one or, you know, or two employees. If that is your vision to get to that point, if you want to have a lawn care company that is, you know, multiple crews and all that sort of stuff, um, and get to that point where eventually you are, um, just sort of running it without actually doing the daily operations and all that sort of stuff. Um, eventually you're going to have to get past that. And that's a hurdle that I would have to, uh, seriously take into consideration as well. If that's a, uh, an avenue I decide to pursue. Um, I've said before that, you know, although I'm not completely passionate about, uh, the other aspects of lawn care and all that stuff. I still love obviously having my own business and being my own boss. Um, and you know, it would fit well into sort of the, uh, passive income sort of strategy to have multiple crews and all that sort of stuff and be able to, uh, take time away and be with my family and all that. Um, and have the company sort of running with managers and estimators and all that sort of stuff. And, like I say, I've always planned the business sort of in that direction using that 1-800-GOT-JUNK sort of strategy uh, so that if that is what I want to do, it's sort of well on its way. And I've had a lot of people complimenting me on that and asking me, you know, if I have franchises for sale or saying that, uh, like I've mentioned in the past as well, saying that, uh, you know, seeing the truck and the trailers and stuff that, uh, you know, we look like something out of, uh, uh, the TV show Dragon's Den, which is the, uh, Canadian equivalent to Shark Tank in, uh, the U.S. Uh, so, you know, I know I'm on the right sort of path there with the branding and all that, that if I wanted to take it in that direction, people are already sort of seeing it as that, even though that's not what it is at the moment. It's just basically, uh, you know, a one man operation for me and a one man operation most of the time for my brother-in-law, but it already has the appearance of a company that's much larger than when it actually is. Uh, and that was all by design from the beginning. Um, so, but I would have to get over that hump and give away, um, you know, freedom in the short term to deal with employees and all that, uh, to sort of look at the, the big picture and go in that direction. If that's what I wanted to decide to do ultimately. And it's something I haven't really, uh, completely decided on, uh, what I want to do as I start to, uh, feel the effects of, um, you know, burnout and stuff that you occasionally feel, uh, in this sort of business. So those are basically uh, some thoughts on employees and whether running it as a solo operation and why I run it as a solo operation uh, to this point, uh, you know, what the benefits are sort of having employees. Like I say, I've seen those benefits of getting the jobs done faster, of making a lot more money uh, in the same amount of time um, if you had employees. Um, but the key would be finding those good employees and maybe... Um, you know, I've had, uh, lots of ideas for, uh, 
implementing employees. Like I've had lots of ideas for implementing marketing strategies and things um, for my business that I haven't actually done because, um, like I've mentioned before, uh, I know I could easily kill it in my business uh, because of the direction I'm in. Um, you know, if I wanted to put in that extra time and do those extra jobs that I don't um, necessarily personally like doing because of my ADD and all that sort of stuff that, uh, you know, I know I could kill it because people are asking me to do those sorts of things. And I'm basically turning them down at this point. The same goes for uh, the employees. I start to think of uh, strategies that if I were to get employees of, you know, incentive programs and stuff that I would use to discourage them from damaging equipment and basically paying them bonuses and stuff, uh, for on top of their salaries for each week, um, that, you know, equipment comes back, um, unscathed. And, you know, if, um, you know, they come back and they've damaged equipment, then they don't get, um, that extra bonus that is not really part of their normal wage, but it's just something on top of. And, you know, thinking that if they were, if I were to have multiple employees, keeping them all accountable to each other, that, you know, everybody gets their normal wage, but if somebody messes up, it basically means that, um, you know, none of them get, um, the bonus. Uh, but if the, all of the equipment is unscathed and there's no issues or accidents or things like that, then, you know, everybody gets that additional bonus, um, and sort of making them accountable to each other because, you know, things will kind of get rough if, you know, the same guy is messing up all the time and costing everybody else, um, you know, their extra bonus stuff. So I've been playing around with ideas like that, thinking about the future. And, you know, if I were to uh, implement employees and, you know, what sort of strategies I could use from day one to incentivize them into, um, you know, not calling in sick and not uh, damaging equipment and all that sort of stuff. And those are some of the ideas I've thought of. But uh, anyways, I think that's it for this week. The episode's running kind of along there, uh, partially due to the introduction was a bit longer than usual. So uh, hopefully you guys bear with me for that. Uh, again, just a reminder to, if you haven't left a review already, please do so. Also, if you'd like to support the show, if you uh, receive um, anything of value from these episodes... Uh, you can do so by going to longcarebusinesssuccess.com. There's a resources page in there. There's a couple of affiliate links, uh, Amazon being uh, probably the biggest and easiest. If you shop on, shop on Amazon for anything um, and you go through that uh, page first, you click on that link, it'll take you to amazon.com uh, the same as you would uh, on your own, except that uh, I think there's a 24-hour window there that uh, after you've clicked that link, um, if you go to purchase an item um, through Amazon after you've clicked my link, uh, that uh, I get a small percentage. The percentages vary depending on what it is uh, and what categories and things it is for, for Amazon. But typically, you know, I might get a 1% or 2% or something like that um, uh, back on uh, anything that you purchase uh, through Amazon. And that will help offset some of the costs for the uh, podcast for me uh, going forward. Uh, so I would really appreciate, uh, you guys, uh, doing that as well. Uh, so, uh, again, that's it for this week. Uh, here's to wishing you guys all overwhelming success and freedom in your lawn care business. Bye for now. <laughs>